And now for a behind the scenes look at the making of The Lesser Dead, featuring the team of directors, producers, and writers who helped create the series. Welcome to The Loops, the underground community of New York City's vampires, and every town needs its own leader. I'd never played a character like this before. You know, um, an ancient matriarchal vampire, you know, sort of the queen of a community of vampires just trying to exist beneath the subway system in New York in 1978. <laughs> Minnie Driver plays Margaret, the matriarch of the loops. You take the Lord's name in vain at your peril, Mr. Balducci. Great are his instruments and we are tokens of his wrath. Joseph Paycock, you'll go with Svetko tonight. No more grab arse with your Puerto Rican till whoever turned these little chiselers is found. You hear me? Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've all had this talk, aren't you? Pair up, fan out, and find out. And if you can't handle it, pack up and get out. I'm in the mood to cut turf this week, and if I can't cut off a dangerous head, faith, and I'll take a useless one. I'm personally enamored with Margaret just because she is so strong and, and yet so vulnerable at the same time, has such so many issues that she's grappling with, but also is such a force of nature. Margaret's band in the loops is composed of basically people who've been rejected. That's Christopher Buhlman, author of The Lesser Dead. They're not very wealthy individuals. I wanted to explore, you know, sort of low-rent vampires. Her band of vampires, they're just trying to get along in the world and not kill people, not do too much damage. But when there are vampires who are even worse than they are, like that's really funny and interesting and cool. Humor is such an important tool for The Lesser Dead and the storytelling of The Lesser Dead. It cuts through and leavens a certain amount of the inherent darkness, both literal and figurative darkness of the story. You are really finding some humanity and some humorous moments within elements that are otherwise pretty hard to bear. You know, Joseph, there's nights I think you might be salvageable. And there's nights I'm convinced you're an Egypt right down to your bones. Can you guess which kind of night I'm having now? I ah, don't know. It's rhetorical. The 70s in New York, it was a time of great change and decrepitude and a little bit of lawlessness. For Mark Stern, the executive producer, establishing the world of the lesser dead was paramount. What do those environments sound like? What does a 1970s subway sound like versus a 2023 subway? Things like a phone booth and that you don't really have in New York anymore, the sliding door of a phone booth. All those elements, I think, were very important. A police siren in the 70s versus today. So the street, New York street stuff, took a long time to dial because there are so many different elements of that that are really important to get right. And then we had a New York street sound from 1935 for the flashbacks, which was a whole other thing of cobblestones and different kinds of car engines and horns and... You know, so it was really, it was fun and also really challenging to kind of get all that right. It wasn't just the background sound effects the team needed to get right to bring the lesser dead to life. So it kind of makes you want to ask, 
How can a vampire be moral or ethical? That's Josh Maurer, executive producer of The Lesser Dead. These characters are monsters, and yet in many ways, they have a higher moral standard than a human being would. You have this character of this teenage vampire who's half Jewish, who is torn in a very Shakespearean way. He is a youthful, handsome, disco-loving vampire god. At the same time, he's riddled with guilt that in order to achieve what he got is the loss of his family. And so his entire story, really the undercurrent, the bedrock, the foundation of Joey Peacock's story is looking for that family that he lost. His irresponsible urges can get him into trouble and Characters like Margaret and Svetko and Neva all hope that someday Joey will finally grow up and be able to keep some of his, his cravings at bay. 